This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Bills Mafia. We know there's only one topic every day. All bills all the time. And now Matt Bovey and Sal Capaccio are going really deep, talking bills all year long, because it's always game day in Buffalo. Well, we hope everybody had the most joyous, merriest, happiest of Christmases ever. Now we're rolling into the new year. Sal Capaccio, Matt Bovey, it's always game day in Buffalo. You too, Matt. We haven't spoken since before Christmas. Hope you had a, uh, a great Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And of course, the bills were on the road in L.A., but uh, hope you and your family had a great one. And to you as well, buddy, although the way you just said it, makes it sound like we're like fighting or something we just haven't had a chance to see each other we're not we're not beefing everything's good yeah we just haven't so you were in la i did not go to la that was a business decision from a hey this is your first christmas as a father standpoint i do not want to be stuck in la because you know sal gets the team playing i get commercial and commercial on l out of lax the night before christmas or christmas eve would have been a disaster so i was very fortunate that i did not have to go you know we recorded a quick post game pod you said you got back christmas eve morning so that was nice so you still had your holiday and now things are starting to kind of uh ramp back up as we get ready for this patriots game no doubt um when i was a kid i used to get a lot of bills or sabers themed stuff for christmas now that I'm older and I do this job, that's not necessarily the case. But of course, I'm still a Buffalo guy. So there's a lot yeah. of Bills stuff and Sabre stuff that, you know, is is exchanged around the holidays. So, but now I have a 10-year-old who got me a Bills that my son thought of this himself and bought it for me. It's a snow globe. If you can see it. That's really cool. Like that? That's amazing. Yeah, that's super yeah. cool. My 10-year-old, he actually, we we did a thing where everybody, we all got a little bit of money to buy for each other one day. We went shopping and this is what mm-hmm. he got me. And I didn't know until Christmas morning. It was super cool. That's really cool. And it's really cool because it's something that you can put on the shelf behind you that we record these podcasts on. So that's cool. How about this? I got, I thought this was really cool. So my grandfather passed away this summer. So so my grandfather passed away like seven weeks to the day after my dad passed away. Well, as we have been going to the house and trying to figure out, you know, basically his entire life is still in that house. We had some family members find a wrapped present to me from him. That's probably like 20 years old. It was a Christmas present and it said to Matthew from grandpa. And you could tell, like, I think he just 
misplaced it and never got a chance to give it to me. So I actually had a present from my grandfather who passed away six months ago, wrapped and everything. So we sat there and I was with my mom and my wife and my sister. And I'm like, I don't even know. Should I open this? Should I not open this? So I took a picture of it and I kind of like gently opened it to see what it was. But funny enough, it was a football. So how cool is that, that all of these years later, you know, this is obviously what we do for a living. We very much love the sport and we very much care about the sport. But even then, it was like I had this gift from my grandpa that somehow went missing for 10, 15, 20 years, whatever it was. And then after he passes away, we found it. So I thought that was really, really cool. I think that's super cool. In fact, I'm not kidding. When you're talking about it, I'm thinking like there's got to be some like movie storyline someone can make out of that. Yo, grandfather passes away. Years later, the grandson finds a present. It opens up. There's this magic thing that happens. I think that's a cool storyline that somebody can make a movie into. So Yeah, well, well, if you're a Hollywood writer and you're listening to this show, I know the strike is over now. Give us a call. We'll take it for like 10%, all right? I have later in the show, I want to tell you about what I think is one of the coolest things I didn't even know existed. And now it's in our house because of a Christmas present. So I want to tell you about that a little bit later. And you'll appreciate that. I appreciate it. I know that for sure. We let's go get right into where we say that get right into we haven't we've been talking for a few minutes here, but it's been four minutes. So let's talk about the New England Patriots and Buffalo Bills week 17 monster game for the Bills. Obviously Patriots Mm -hmm. playing out the string, but they looked really good last week at Denver going there and beating the Broncos uh, in the Christmas night uh, Christmas Eve night game. So right now, though, the Bills need a win to try and a continue their push for a division title. They're going to rely on some help for that. Obviously, we'll get into that, but also just to secure their own playoff spot. They are not secure yet. They have to be able to do this. So we'll go through the scenarios in a little while. Last week, LA, Bills did Uh not play their best football. It looks like the Patriots are playing a little bit better here. What concern do you have going into this game as far as the, uh, the Bills taking out a team that they had lost to earlier in the season and the way each team looked last week? (laughs) I guess my concern is that the Bills have given themselves no margin for error, and that would have been something that I've had concern with really for the last month of the season. But because of the way they played kind of in the middle of the year, they do not have an opportunity to slip up. So that's my big picture concern, that this is a game against a team that you should win, but you have lost to them already this season, and you almost lost to the Chargers, who is another team that I would kind of put in this bucket. I think the Chargers have more talent than the Patriots do, but at the same time, the Bills played a tight game against Easton Stick and no Keenan Allen, and Bailey Zappi has looked like he's kind of, I don't want to say boomer bust because that gives him a little bit too much credit, but it feels like he's got good games and then really bad games. And you just worry that you're going to catch him on a week where he has a good game. So I think that that's a little bit concerning. It's a little bit concerning going against a team that has nothing to lose, right? Like Bailey Zappi is playing for a potential spot on a roster, whether it's in New England or with another team next year. Same thing with Easton Stick. Like they need to show out. So that's the thing that's concerning for me. But at the end of the day, after, I don't want to say a wake-up call that the Bills had, but after a little bit of a game that left more to be desired against the Chargers, I think that they'll have some things tightened up on both sides of the ball and play a better complete game. I do too, but you know, I'm always one to kind of look at these kinds of things and maybe overanalyze it, but I do think there's something to a lot of the, you know, different kinds of you know, scheduling and travel that goes into a lot of this stuff. And let's remember, the Chargers had 10 days, the Bills had six, they had to travel across the country. 
the Bills were, uh, and the Chargers had fired their coach. They usually get a little bit of a bump on that. The Chargers threw everything they had at the Bills, right? Um, you know, they trick plays, things like that. I, I do think there's something to be said for all of that. Easton Stick played a nice game. And by the way, he can move. He's mobile. They figured out a little bit of that. Um, so I, I think the Bills will play a better game. They're here at home. They've had a little extra rest of it. One day more rest than the Patriots have. The Patriots have to fly and travel on a little bit of a short week. So I think a little bit more advantage in the Bills department when it comes to this game. But it's also, this is a very, very big game for their season. It's at home. It's the last home game of the regular season. It could be the last home game all at all. I mean, they might not Pro- make probably, a home game yeah. if they don't win the division. So I do think the Bills will play a little bit better than they did. Um, some things that came out of that game, though, uh, obviously the injuries looks like they're pretty clean on that front. But coming off the heels of that, the Bills have activated Kyer Elam from yep. injured reserve. Now he goes on the 53-man roster. Super interesting, Matt, because they still have Daquan Jones. And if they want to activate him for this week by 4 p.m. Saturday, they have to do that. They have to make a corresponding roster move. Right mm-hmm. now, unless someone's going on injured reserve, I don't know who you wave because everybody's subject to waivers. You could do it. There's a lot of different names people thrown out and people want to do all these roster gymnastics. Or you could just say, we'll wait another week on Daquan Jones and then we'll see. And if someone happens to get hurt, we have an IR we can make there. We don't want that to happen. But I don't know. How do you play this out now if you're the Buffalo Bills? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To me, this was an indication that Daquan Jones does not play this week. Now, obviously, that could change, but it feels like there would be too many different maneuvering things that need to happen. And for them, they might think, we want this guy fresh as possible, and we think that we can still win this game without him. Let's try and get him back for the Dolphins game in Week 18, and then obviously, if we end up making the playoffs, we'll have him back for the playoffs. So for me, when I saw that they activated Kyer Elam, that, in my mind, was like, okay, now you're going to keep Daquan Jones until probably Week 18, give him a little bit more time, and then after that, you could see kind of where he is and... I don't want to talk about the playoffs like it's a foregone conclusion because they're not in yet. And no. this team is super strange. So to say, well, you need Daquan Jones for a playoff run, get there first. Then we can start to have that conversation. I do think that he's going to play next week against the Dolphins. I thought there was a chance he'd play against the Patriots as well. But I think in their minds, they're trying to be a little bit cautious with getting him back on the field. If you look at the Bills secondary situation they have depth obviously now to add Kyer Elam but there's still a question about Micah Hyde we don't know what his situation is he hasn't played um Sean McDermott said he's improving along with mm-hmm. AJ Epinesa I'm still a little concerned here I mean there's a neck stinger and we know Micah and the last year what happened they haven't activated him yet so that's a, mm-hmm. a tricky situation and for people to say I've had a lot of people say to me Matt and tweet me and go well the obvious move is to just you know release Damar Hamlin or put him on IR I don't think it's that easy um, mm-hmm. You know, you, you if you lose Micah Hive, you don't have him. We don't know what that situation is. It doesn't mean that even if you think he's healthy now, you got to be careful with that. So I think there's a lot of things you have to consider with all of this stuff. And running back situation, Ty Johnson, obviously, he's banged up a little bit, but that's why you elevate Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette still has two free elevations left. You don't have to put him on the active roster. So yeah. I don't think it's as easy as a lot of people kind of make it out to be here. 
No, for sure. I actually liked Leonard Fournette's game against the Chargers. I thought that he brought them a little bit of pop in those short yardage situations. So I liked him, but I also liked Ty Johnson. So it makes you wonder what will they do? Will they have four running backs active? Because I'm assuming Leonard Fournette is going to play in this game, and I think he's going to play against the Dolphins as well. So does that mean he's taking touches away from Latavius Murray? Do you still have all four of them active? I do not know how that plays out. This was a question that I answered on the last podcast that I did. I was solo. Somebody said now that Fournette has been kind of integrated into the offense a little bit, how do you see this all shaping out? And I said, okay, well, James Cook is going to get your most touches. I still think Ty Johnson should probably be second because I've liked what we've seen from him, but I'm okay if Leonard Fournette is three and then Latavius Murray bumps down to four. Latavius Murray has kind of left a lot to be desired really since the beginning of the season. I know that's not what you asked here. I'm just saying there's a lot of layers to all of this. There's a lot of different ways that they could go. They are banged up. They missed Micah Hyde. They definitely missed A.J. Epinesa. I think AJ not having A.J. Epinesa has really hurt their rotation because I have seen nothing from Von Miller that makes me think that he should be out on the field on a regular basis. And because they lean so heavily on this rotation, when Rousseau and Floyd need a breather or need a rep where you know they're not available, not having A.J. Epinesa really comes back to bite him because then you're going with Von Miller and Shaq Lawson. And there's a drop-off there. Like, I like Shaq Lawson in the run game. Von Miller is hurting you at this point. So if they could get A.J. Epinesa back, I think that would be a big one. And with Micah Hyde, because of all of these lingering issues, these neck injuries that he's had, the stinger he's had multiple times this year, he's another guy. Proceed with caution. If it requires another week, Mm -hmm. you want him healthy for the Dolphins game more than anything. The Bills take on the Patriots Sunday. It's a big game for them. There's big games around the league. We'll get to that here, and it's always game day in Buffalo.